If I reminded you that you are perfect, would you argue me down or step into your perfection? Welcome to Perfect Mode, where there are no excuses, no expectations, and we explore the world without limitations. I'm Jay Clay, rapper and spiritual teacher, with my co-host Troy Washington, your friendly neighborhood realtor. Let's be real, so let's be perfect. Perfect perfect mode welcome to perfect mode and first off i want to start by telling y'all that we love y'all we're grateful for the opportunity to be anywhere sharing our thoughts the way that we see life and hopefully helping you realize that you are perfect and the reason why i can say that unapologetically without any reserve is because i know for a fact that you are one of one numero uno you cannot be duplicated replicated and the only reason you would think that you're not perfect if you're looking at this person next to you and saying i'm not them but guess what you are you and that's all you need and of course it's yours truly troy washington your friendly neighborhood realtor and i have my boy jay clay spiritual rapper and teacher and we about to get on here and talk about how greatness awaits greatness awaits y'all gotta listen to us greatest what's up jay yeah yeah what's up man happy Happy Sunday to all my perfect people in perfect land doing all the perfect things, just recognizing who we are, recognizing the the, the perfection we all have and just how intertwined we are. And, um, and yeah, just remember, too, with, with Perfect Mode, this is an open forum. So anything we talk about, we want you to comment on. We want you to share your wisdom because not only will it help us, it'll help everyone right. watching and help the world. It's a, it's a beautiful ripple effect. Um yeah, man, I, I feel good today. But before we start, though, I, I always got to mention this at the beginning. Um, every Monday, we do a water fast, a water-only fast, or you can do 24 hours from when you last ate today. So whenever you're going to last eat today, just mark it. You can do 24 hours from there or do from when you wake up till you go to sleep tomorrow for the Monday reset. Water only, no no lemon in the water, no none of that. I mean, if you have like dietary needs you, you think you believe you need, don't let us stop you from doing that. But I definitely uh, will challenge you to explore just water only and just, but do it in a, do it in a upbeat way, not in an upbeat way, not a way that like, oh, I'm fasting. I don't have any energy. Like, no, don't even tell anybody. Just be free be and feel the, the feelings of it. But, uh, but yeah, go real ahead. Top, now, so now I, I co-signed that. And I, I'm glad that you actually pointed it out that way. You know, um, this is not to, uh, it, it's, it's never meant to be, a hindrance on your life you know what i mean and i and i love the the fact of reset and when i think about reset it's kind of like starting over so um you know do what makes it easy for you do it what makes it achievable for you so that way you know you can go into your week uh in a way that's uh, uh free and uh happy and joyous so uh but you know to the topic man i i can honestly tell you uh when i saw greatness awaits it's a lot of things popped up in my head now, now, funny enough, I had a crazy weekend, which I'll tell you about in this because I know that I can make the correlation. But yeah, greatness awaits. It was a couple of things that came to my mind. Why am I not great right now? And, you know, what am I waiting for to go and make whatever this is happen? Um, but, you know, what were your thoughts whenever you, uh, you know, when you came up with the topic greatness awaits? Yeah. So my, so my thoughts is it's kind of along the lines of always be prepared for greatness. You know, like a, a lot of times people try to be prepared for the worst possible thing. And if I'm being honest, I don't know if I've ever experienced the worst possible situations, but I've had a lot of situations where it was better than I thought it could be. And and, and it's almost in a sense, like sometimes I, I wasn't even prepared for things to go with that well. And then when it does, it's like, oh, man, I got to I got to figure this out. Now I got to do this. I got to try to take advantage of this. And when honestly, we should be prepared for the best. I mean, that that's what. That's what this is all about. Like we are, we are being our best selves. We are recognizing our perfection without any limitations being placed on ourselves. 
And so like I, I was thinking along that lines and 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 it, it just popped in like greatness awaits. And it's like, well, what is it, what is it waiting going? It's, it's waiting on us. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So I'm going to ask for you to bear with me just a little bit because I want to kind of bring you into my yesterday yeah. and why I think this plays a, a, a big part in it, right? So for those that don't know, I coach. Um, I coach um, kids in basketball and other sports as well. Um, but, you know, yesterday was or this weekend actually was championship and playoff weekend. And so um, during this season, the team that we ended up playing yesterday, one of them at least, was a team that beat us twice this season. Uh, and then another team that we played yesterday was a team that we beat twice this season. Uh, but needless to say, both games didn't go according to the what we thought. And the reason why I'm saying that specifically is because I like the way that you're uh, the way that you pointed out that some things don't always go according to the way that you think. And sometimes they can be even better um, if you allow that to be the case. Yeah. Um, but not only that, even when it does not turn out to be better based off of your own observation, doesn't mean that there is not greatness around the corner from you. And so let me tell you what happened, right? So yesterday uh, in my last game, which was the semifinals for us to make it to the championship game. Now, mind you, we played this team twice already, and they spanked our booties, right? And I have a kid on my team who uh, he's he's growing. He has a he he has some maturing to do when it comes to getting control of his emotions, which I think that we all do in specific aspects. So I don't hold him any more accountable than me uh, losing my temper if something was to happen that I wasn't necessarily prepared for. Me being uh, ready for my greatness, being able to overcome whatever's in front of me. So needless to say, we were losing to this team again yesterday, and through in the fourth quarter, we came back and we took over the game in a manner that was almost decisive. Like, this game is going to be over. We're about to win, and we're about to go to the championship game. And again, we got our butt spanked the last couple times. So... Their kid on the other team went and scored a layup and they put them down by three. And he jumps up and he runs up into one of my kids' faces, bumped them up on the chest. My kids pushed it back and said, bro, you know, chill out. And then he bumped up into my kid again. And then my kid threw hands on it. Yeah. Right. In this moment, parents of that kid ran out on the court to fight my kid. My kid. And then, of course, the parents on my team run out to defend my kid because they were not going to let a, an adult fight a kid. Yeah. Now, what ends up happening is we were winning the game. It was 50 seconds left when this game, when this happened. And because parents ran onto the court, game over. Nobody wins. And not only that, the other semifinal game that was happening. At the same time, a couple courts over, a similar situation happened, and they canceled it. So no championship game. Now, had yeah. So had that not happened with 50 seconds left, because the other game had already ended in the first half, we would have been champions right after that. Yeah. After getting spanked all of that time. And you can imagine how defeated the kids were when that happened. Disappointed, the one kid disappointed in himself because of him losing his cool. My other kids disappointed because we didn't get to play in that championship game. But the beauty of it for me was that I got to show them what was to come. Yeah. I got to paint a picture of what happened, where we came from, and what we should be prepared for later. And the what's even greater is they got it. You get what I'm saying? I let them know that, look, we worked our entire we worked the entire season not only to beat this team, but to beat everybody. And all we have to do is continue to keep these same habits and keep a forward mentality. And we see these same people again and do the exact same thing. But again, I can see how in a moment when the tears started to flow, flow they thought that that was the end of the world. You get yeah. what I'm saying? And I think that's when I think about greatness awaiting. 
I always think about how we allow small things that are in front of us to hinder what's to come for us in the future. And not only that, once you once you deem that this is not something that's going to happen for you, you walk the pathway of losing your greatness. Go ahead, Jay. Yeah, and it it, it really is as simple as that. Like greatness awaits. And then if you start to instantly believe that it doesn't, it's not. It's not going to. Like you're you're then preparing yourself for a life that you prepared yourself for. You know what I mean? Like by by not preparing for that greatness. And um and, and similarly too, like to to the the story you shared in, in many ways. So I, I went I went home to Chicago this weekend uh, for a funeral, and you know last week it was some some family stuff going on, people making decisions, people not that their highest. And shout out to my older sister. Shout out. Um, <laughs> sometimes she she dramatizes things in her mind and like I, I can't believe this you know this this is gonna be terrible this is gonna be i don't know how we're gonna make it through it like all of this stuff and i'm like why would you even believe that like just just chill everything always works out it's always gonna be fine and what happened everything worked out everything was fine and and, and when we were talking um after the funeral she was kind of just saying like man i can't i can't really but i don't i can't believe we made it this far like through all of this i'm like what do you mean it was there was no challenges. There was there was nothing. Like it was ease all the way through, and in a sense, we were both right. Like the 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 story you create in your own mind is the story that's going to play out. So for her, it was a challenging week. It was we had to get from A to B. For me, it was ease. It's like we're here. We, we're all safe. We're, we're good. We're gonna be all right. Is it's going to be fine. Family's going to come together. People are going to see each other who haven't seen each other before. There's going to be smiles and laughs and all of that. And it was all of that. And and, and just to keep that in mind, like the, the, the greatness that you set for yourself is the greatness that awaits, even if that greatness could be turmoil. You know what I mean? Like like some people do see turmoil as great. But the the again, the intention that you set in this moment will dictate the next moment and the next and the next. So, so no, and, and I, I agree. And, and I, and I'm glad again, that you specifically say that some people do like, ter- some people do like to have situations that are o- oppositional. Like they like to be in the, 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 the thick of opposition all the time. And, and, and if that's what you are looking for, then, you know, cool, you're going to get that. But even to the point that, you know, when you were saying that, you can determine, you know, the outcome just based off how you move. And I'm going to give you another scenario because I told you it was two games yesterday. In the first game, and and I and I start by telling you I have I I stopped um, my kids after the first quarter, and I apologize to my kids, and I'm gonna tell you the reason why. In the first game, uh, we were playing the game, and the referee was literally letting the other team maul my team, like for real. Um, so much so that even the other coaches saw it and they were like, dang, you know, it's kind of crazy. So I yelled at the ref and I was like, hey, man, you know, how come you not calling fouls? Or why is that not a foul? And he kind of got back with me and was like, because I didn't call it. So you can already see that there was a bit of a tension building up. Now, this to this is to your point, and I'm going to tell you the outcome, but this is to your point. There's no longer a game going on. So I cannot focus on the greatness that awaits me because I'm focused on the opposition. Yeah. I want to be right so much that I'm losing sight of what the goal is. So I'm screaming like, we need two refs. Normally in a playoff game, they have two refs. And so they went and got another ref, right? Now, this is what's crazy about it. The, the energy that Troy Washington has is all the way effed up in the first quarter because I see that he's not calling it right. Yeah. And I'm fighting for somebody else to come help us. And they get somebody, bro, and this is no exaggeration. The guy who they sent over to ref was d- drunk. You could smell the alcohol. He was literally drunk. His shirt was untucked. He wasn't even all the way woke. So all the parents are looking like, who is this? Parents on both sides. Even the other the other coaches like, what's going on? Like, why is this drunk dude over here refing our kids, right? But again, I'm going to say this is the energy that I brought. I'm screaming for something maybe they didn't have, but I brought this whole scenario onto myself, right? And then not only that, now, again, the intentions, the greatness that we're wanting is to win the game so we can advance to the semifinals. 
right? And this is all the first quarter. And so I had to take a breather myself. And I had to say, you know what? You're not focused on what you're supposed to focus on. So I called a timeout and I pulled my kids in and I said, hey, I want to tell y'all something. Because they were starting to get upset too at every call. They were starting to see what was going on. So I can see how that kind of just translated to everybody, the parents. So I pulled my boys and I said, hey, let me tell y'all something. First, our coach wants to apologize. I said, things are not looking the way that I want them to look. And so I'm acting out of character. And I said, I can't expect y'all to go out there and be mature and handle things in an, an appropriate way if I don't know how to control myself, period. And I said, I admit, I'm a little emotional because of the high stakes of the game. But nonetheless, how good are we? How great are we? What can we do if we go out there and not worry about nobody except for our game? And they were like, we, we're great. We can go out there and win. And I said, so this is what we're going to do. Going forward, I'm not going to say anything about the refs, and I don't want y'all to go and say anything about the refs. I want y'all to go and play y'all's game, and we're going to let the chips fall where they are. But the reality of it is we're the best team here. Let's go play like it. And what ends up happening is my team calmed down. I calmed down. My parents calmed down. The other team's coach was experiencing the same thing that I was experiencing, but they never calmed down. And slowly but surely, the, 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 the gap in the points started to spread and spread. And their parents were losing it on the sidelines, screaming at the ref. We don't want that ref touching our kids. It was, it was, it was a lot of stuff. But nonetheless, we ended up taking the game 30 to 17, right? Yeah. And the, the point here is that I had to remind myself about what was awaiting me if I if I stayed in the right mindset and showed my kids the exact same thing. But go ahead, Jay. Yeah. And um I, I do love that story because like it, it shows an important thing from, from our perspective, like <laughs> we control the world. And, and let me explain. So like in this story, you affected all, all of your, your, uh, your kids that you coached. Not only that, you affected all the parents around. You affected the energies of the ref. Like you did all of this at, as the point of reference from your perspective of your life from all of this. But once you changed that, once you said, you know what, I want to I, I want to change what this point of reference reflects. Everything reverberated for it. Like it, it, it rippled out, outward from you from this center point. It made everyone else calm down. It made you see the greatness in all. Like even, even if y'all would have lost, I still think you would have saw the greatness in, in all that happened because you were able to be at peace in, in this moment. You know, like and when you're at peace, you can do everything better. You can you can coach better. You can you can see plays better. You can just you're, you're more aware of everything surrounding you. And I think that's a beautiful thing because also I'm sure the ref noticed it too. And the, the ref was probably like, man, you know what? I, you know, I, I probably was a a-hole a to this guy and maybe I could change my ways. And, but he could, but all he was doing was reflecting the energy that was there. But not only that, you said something important. You said, because of the high stakes of the game, I was emotional. And the thing is, everything has the same stakes, period. But we give it a certain meaning. We say, oh, okay, this means a little bit more than this moment. So because this moment means more than this moment, I'm going to tack on all this pressure. I'm going to make this harder for me to do what I normally do on a regular basis, what I practice, which is in me where I don't even have to practice doing it because it's just what I do. It's just my state of being. But because you added all that extra to it, you, in a sense, made all of those moments harder than it had to be. But the good thing is you recognize this and came back to who you are. Yeah. And, 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 and so, so number one, I, I love the point of making any moment greater than any other moment, which it should never be that way in any instance. And um, that was a, a good coaching note for myself because that also gives me um, a point of reference, how I want to move forward anyway, just in general, you know what I mean? Because again, I wasn't even thinking about it from that standpoint when I pulled it back. The way that I was thinking about it was I cannot focus on being the best version of, of ourselves in basketball if I'm focused on fighting. I can't, I mean, I'm making the environment a fighting environment. I'm making the refs want to be more, you know, agitated with me, even if they're wrong or right. 
I'm making the kids want to be more agitated with the refs. I'm making the parents want to be more agitated with the refs. Um, but to the point that you're making, and when I say there's a coaching change that gets to happen for me because of the moment is because now when I go and coach, the reality of it is no game is different. I mean, I know that they have different um, uh, ca categories, but the reality of it is I go into every game trying to win. I go into every game trying to play our best game. I go into every game trying to run pick and roll perfect. I go into every game doing these things. So it shouldn't t matter whether we're here or there anyway. So I, 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 I approve of this message. My name is Troy Washington. I approve this message. Um, but none of, but the other part, too, was that the teaching moment for me, and, and, and it goes to the point of the show for me, is that your greatness is a is an intentional thing right like you have to be you first of all you have to know that it's there number one and then you have to walk the steps in order for in, intentionally in, in order for that to happen both games i won yesterday even though the last one got thrown if you look on paper we won but both games my mentality going toward the winning was the same we're here to play basketball we're here to win and everything else don't matter and so that's why i say being intentional has to be the case and so when i'm talking about us and the greatness that's a, that awaits us number one is recognizing what it is that you really want like you can't lose sight of it there's going to be always a lot of things that's thrown your way there's going to always be a lot of hurdles that you know that could potentially be in front of you even in your you and your sister situation like if y'all were trying to achieve the same thing, I the, the difference to me, um, even though you said y'all both accomplished y'all go, the difference to me is that you accomplished it in a way that I think that we all would like to. I think even your sister would rather have gone into it peacefully than agitated. And but that's because your intentions and your the way that you thought about it was set. Go ahead, Jay. Yeah. Yeah, and, and the 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 truth of the matter is, like, if we can remember that in this moment, we have the power to control everything as it, as it relates to us, um, Every I, I believe everybody would be a lot happier, even in a sense of, so, so using your story, you're playing another team, but in reality, you're just choosing to do you or not. Yeah. And in the beginning, you were choosing not to do you like like you're this 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 peaceful person. You're this leader. You're this coach. You're showing young men how to be, you know, how, how to be in, in certain situations where there's opposition or where there's perceived opposition. And in every case, they're mirroring you. They're, they're doing exactly what you're coaching them to do. Like if you're going to get angry at certain plays, they're going to get angry at certain plays. If you're going to be peaceful, you know, at certain things. And me knowing you, I know your practices are, are about being composed, about, you know, um, leaning towards your strengths. And so when that situation happened, you weren't doing that. You were choosing not to be you in that moment. You And, and, and in a sense, they were all choosing not to be who they actually are. And so it's, it's, it's almost in a sense of to be or not to be, to be yourself or to not be yourself. And no matter the situation, even, even if, if, it seems like everyone is against you at all moments stick to being you and they'll have no choice, but to conform to your state of being. Because again, from your perspective, this is your world that you are co-creating. So now I want to touch on co-creating, right. And, and also bringing it back to the point of it being your world. Yeah. Now the reality of it is I wanted to win. I wanted to, you know, you, you could also, you could almost pretend that I'm playing a video game with my own players. I'm in control of all the players on the court and I'm literally standing up at the bench and I'm, I'm playing it. Right. And I could get frustrated because you, you ever played a game and you'd be like, man, the game cheating, like the game is cheating. Right. And my mama used to always tell me when I was a kid, the game ain't cheating. The game can't cheat. Boy, quit, quit tripping. Now, I don't want to hear you saying the game cheating. Just control yourself, and then you might can win, and that's how I see it. But when I come, when I think about the co-creation of the world, and the point that I want to make is that when you said that you control the entire world, you 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 have the remote control. You literally can 
you can you can literally make everybody make you win. You can literally make everybody make you win. Every story that I've ever heard about a championship team in basketball, I'm gonna say specifically because that's what I watch the most. They always say even the 15th man on the court on the team played a role. He never got in the game, but he was the person that whenever LeBron came off to the side and was pissed off and nobody couldn't get him under control, he was the person that said, man, I'm your biggest fan. I know you can pull through this. And he gave him that little energy. And so the reason why I point that out is that in a co-creation type of world, in a co-creating type of world, like you have to understand that you have an effect, your your effect on the the positive outcome is tremendous. It's 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 tremendous. Like if I do not rein myself in, so you know the kids on the court, TJ, my son, which is the leading point guard of it, he's controlling it himself too. Yeah. And I'm the 15th man on the bench for him. And I'm the person losing it, right? And if I don't rein myself in, he cannot be the best version of himself. He can't. I'm not playing my part. And so coming back to my control and what part I play, and, and this is for everybody else and the part that you play, this is the reason why it's so essential that you keep greatness as the primary focal point. Because if you are being the best version of yourself, and we asked this last week, am I really being the best version of myself? If you're being the best version of yourself in this co-creation world, you give everybody around you that's in your immediate vicinity, even people that you never see, the best opportunity to maximize who they are. Go ahead, Jay. Yeah. And, and I, I, and I want to break down further about co-creation and what I mean by co-creation. Like, because, uh, yeah, definitely everything you said, and by co-creation, I mean you're creating with God in a sense. Like there's God and there's you. There's nothing else. Like, like you, you are part of God, 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 you are in God right now for God. And I know like a lot of times people are like, nah, nah, that 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 can't be true. God is not this evil person over here. God is not that that, but it's you that's giving the meaning to an evil person. It's you that's giving the meaning to all of this. It's, it's not God, but the God energy, the source energy, the, the, the universe, the whole, the oneness is showing you what you already see, what you already believe to be reality. And so to, to use your example about your, your son, right? Maybe he noticed that things were getting out of control, that, you know, refs weren't calling things and maybe he wanted to calm down a bit. And in his reality, he probably gave you some kind of look that you didn't even know. But but he knew that, man, if I can get my dad all right, it can get everybody else all right. And so, but he he checked himself and then it kind of, you know, reflected. I, I don't know if that's the case, but I'm just giving it an example. But you, you picked up on something where, you know what, let me get back to me. I, I, did, I, I was, I was in the days, I was in the dream world where I wasn't me in this situation. Let me get back to who I am. And then that, that same thing happened. Like the, the world was reflective of it. Now, in some instances though, we can lose faith of that co-creation. We can lose faith in God. We can say, okay, this is what I want to experience. God, give give me this. Give me grace. Give me patience. Give me all of this. And then all of these situations happen that don't look like what you think they should look like in order for you to be awarded patience, grace, um, and just all these, these other things that you say you want and you doubt it. And you say, what? Man, I wanted this, but I can't get it. So you act out, you lash out, you're ready to fight. And now you're, so now you're saying universe, God, oneness, I want to fight. This is what I want. Bring me fights. And so that source energy is like, oh, okay, this is what you want now. Here you go. And so if we can stay mindful of the role we play in the creation of what we experience, we can change everything. Go ahead. No, no. So to your point about the signaling, and again, I, I'm going to point this mug out too, right? Um, I don't know if TJ gave me a signal, right? But what I will tell you is I recognize signals. Even the ref. Even the refs, when me and him was going at it, I could see in him, and, and I know this might sound crazy to you, bro. He was going at me too, but I can see in him that he didn't want to. You, you Like, I can literally I see it, like, but 
I think, and again, I don't know if he thought he was wrong or or not, but you've ever got into it with somebody and you looking at them in their face, you can always sense something. Um, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. And I could actually see, and again, I don't know what the turning point was for me, but like I told you, in the first quarter, I called a timeout and I called my kids in and I told them, hey, coach out of line. I said, even though I feel like the ref is wrong, we're here for something completely different than anything that the ref could ever give me. And so, um, but I I do recall in talking to talking this out, I recall the I can see the ref's face even right now in my head. Um, I can see certain people's faces in my head. And it wasn't that those people were against me, but it was it was kind of like a, a a a look of I don't even know how to describe it. But it was like we were communicating wavelengths like, yeah, I know this ain't supposed to be this way. I wish we could get into the right space, but we don't know how to get there. And if we can if if somebody can lead us to this space, then we'll 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 reside there. Right. And 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 that's what it kind of felt like. And I think that may have been what triggered it in my head. Because again, my kids, they if I if if I could if I could give it a reason, everybody had a reason to be upset, but every everybody had a reason to not be upset too. You see what I'm saying? And so you know it, it's beautiful that uh, you pointed out the signaling because I think that in all situations, um, when you're seeking greatness and there's opposition, uh, you there's always signaling. There's always an omen or a message that's pointing you and trying to help you to see it like yeah i won't i want to be able to overcome opposition so opposition presents itself to me but there's always something there that says you can get past it because you've already said you've already established this go ahead jay yeah when you were speaking about the ref uh something that came to mind is yeah he, he probably was just thinking like i'm tired of people questioning my decision making skills like we don't know what's going on in, in this life yeah. and this was something else yeah, and, and though he didn't mean to be how he was with you he technically really didn't even say anything bad. He just said, I didn't call it. You know what I mean? Like it, it yeah. was, it was just that, like, kind of like, what you gonna do? I mean, this is I'm I'm volunteering my time to be here. I'm doing what I need to do, you know. And 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 it goes back to what you said. You said people had a reason to be mad, but they really didn't have a reason to be mad. And I and I love that because it gets back to the root of why, why, why are you doing this? You know, kids. They're doing it to have fun. They're doing it to, to showcase their, their own greatness, to try new things, to see how great they can be in certain circumstances and just, you know, outstretch and exercise and, and, and be free. You're, you're doing it for many reasons, too, probably to to um, guide your son, for one, but also you see the, the influence you can have on the positivity of all the kids that you're actually coaching as well. And you probably have all these reasons for doing it, too. And you want to win a championship, but that's not the core of why you are doing this. And so in a sense, like you really have no reason to be mad because you're, you're already being all the things that you've set forth based on your intention moving forward with coaching these kids and playing these games and, and all that comes with it. And so and so, too, in the in the spirit of full disclosure uh, and the only reason I didn't bring all this up is because I don't want to paint even any more of a picture toward the ref. But there was a lot more said to me right gotcha. that i just i just chose not to talk about just just yeah. fyi for you you know what i'm saying but uh but but nonetheless the point still remains right um and again i think that's that 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 follows in anything that we do like i would always look at every situation and say if i do it this way what's going to be the outcome if i do it this way what's going to be the outcome if i do it this way what what would do i want to achieve if i do it this way what do i want to achieve if i do it this way what's going to happen and if i do it this way what's going to happen and the reality of it was i felt no matter what in my situation that i felt like we were going to win no matter what even if i would have fought the referee the entire way i think that we would have won but here's the difference. That's not the way that I wanted to win. And that goes back to the point that I was telling you about when it came to your sister. Nobody, I didn't want to go across the, the finish line kicking and screaming. There's no true joy in that for me. 
And I don't think that that's any learning lesson and true joy for my kids because what I know what would have happened is we would have won the game and they would have been talking about all the negative things that happened through the game versus talking about the victory that we just shared. Now, when I and the, and the reason why I know this to be true is because the kids didn't get in the conversation. But after the fact, the parents were talking about all the negative stuff, including myself, because I had to discuss what we had went through. Right. And the reality of that mug was we just won our first round of the playoffs. Like we literally just won the first round of the playoffs. And we we're talking about something that didn't matter anymore. And so, you know, I think that if I can say this, when, when I, when I, when I talk about greatness and I, I know this looks different for everybody, but I think that love comes with greatness too. I think that happiness comes with greatness too. I think that joy comes with greatness too. And I, I wouldn't say that it wouldn't be depending on who you are difficult to accomplish it. But I also don't think that frustration, anger, um, and all those other things come with it. And I don't think that's something that you should look forward to. I think when we talk about greatness awaiting, you should, I don't think that anybody ever thought, most people that I know growing up said they want to make a million dollars, right? I, this is, it was just a magic number that everybody wanted to have. I want to have a million dollars. Not once did I ever hear anybody say they want to have a million dollars and talk about being mad at the same time. Not once. Man, I can't wait till I get a million dollars so I can be mad at everybody. Nobody ever does that. Go ahead, Jay. Yeah. And, and to that too, like even, even with greatness, like sometimes we got to really recognize what, what greatness means. And what I mean by that is, so, okay, you, you use million, like a million dollars, right? Um, I, I've, I've got, I've received big checks before, not, not a million dollar check yet, but I've received big checks before. Yeah, and <laughs> a, a big check is not as satisfying as just like, just being at peace with everything. You know what I mean? And I know for some, like money can bring peace to, to certain situations, but like it, it's, it's in the stillness in a sense. It's, it's in this, for me at least, it's taking a step back and just looking like, man, I, I've, I've done things I never thought I could do. Um, I've been able to experience this in such a way that I didn't even know if this was possible and I just moved forward with it anyway. And, and somewhere along the lines, I learned this new skill you know, this was, this was taught to me or I got the opportunity to do this or that, but it wasn't in a sense of like accolades. Like I am the, the best, this in the world, I have achieved this. Like, and, and a lot of people I talk to too, when you, when you ask them, um, maybe even their proudest moments or their happiest moments, nobody says like that I know of a, a certain award, unless they've been striving for that award their entire life because they place so much value in it. it it's, it's usually like the more commonplace stuff, the normal things. And, and when we recognize that like, life can be an endless beingness of just great if we allow it to be. And, and, and to your point, and again, I'm gonna say I use the million dollars just as an example. But you can plug any accolade. You can you can you can plug any um, um, experience. You can plug anything into that. What I'm telling you is, no matter what your definition of greatness is, because it's going to be different for everybody. Somebody making a million dollars is being great, but the reality of it is, nobody ever has any negative thought associated with it. Like when it, whenever I whenever I see award ceremonies. And somebody achieved album of the year or uh, uh, an Oscar. They get up and they talk about everybody that went along the journey for with them. They talk about all the things that they experienced along the way. But nobody ever thought about getting an Oscar and being unhappy. Nobody ever thought about, you know, you know, I think about all the experiences that you and I've, I've had in traveling. Some of the greatest times of my life. Right but they're associated with joy. They're associated with love. They're associated with um, a great experience. And again, when I come back to my game, I knew that we were gonna win no matter what. I felt like that. Yeah. But the greatness was not in the victory for me. The greatness was in 
everybody feeling a certain way once it was accomplished. Go ahead, Jay. Yeah, and, and so and that's what I mean. So let's bring back like the the award example. Like if you if you're just being great, you're just being you. You're, you're doing the things you do. You're making music or you you're playing sports, whatever you do that that people recognize as award winning, um, and you get an award, you feel great about it. But now let's flip it. Let's say, okay, I want to win this award. I'm I'm everything is contingent upon this award. Well, you you're gonna get it. I mean, like with, with everything, the, the more you put your focus on something, it's going to happen. Like, the, like reality gives to you. It's just what it is. It's, it's very giving. And you're going to receive it. Yet, if that's your single point, like for doing, is that's your reason why for doing something, you're going to get it. You're going to feel great. But after that, then you still feel bad because you're still referencing now this past moment where it's like, will I ever be able to do it again? Will I still be as great? Can I receive another one? What do I do now? Like, what's next? And 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 some people have like what they call that that winner's remorse uh, because you you achieved what's considered the highest of the high, but you were so fixated on that that you can't move past it, even though it's the past now. It's, it's like what, what I've defined my life by this thing, by this one event. What am I now? Now who am I now? Versus letting that event happen, but just focus on on who you are and, and being great. And and I do want to pose this to our audience as well. Like, if you what what is your definition of great, and has it changed um, through, throughout time? Like like what you thought was great before, is it different? Is it the same? So and and I'll say this to your point, right? Um, it, it, it's a couple things here, and I don't want I don't want to kill our topic, yeah. but I'm gonna say it, right? To your point, so so number one, let, let me let me back up, and I'm gonna go back to the point that I'm making, right? You can plug anything into that. It can be awards, it can be experiences, it can be people, but to me, the one thing that I, I think about is when anyone thinks, and again, I don't know this to be a fact. This is what I assume and I hope to assume. I hope this is, this in my world, this is the way that I hope that it is. Um, but through any communication that I've ever had, when greatness is brought up, there is only happiness and joy associated with it. Now, to your point, being singular-minded and saying, this thing brings me joy. I don't think it's ideal, which which I don't know if you're saying that, but what I'm saying is like once they get to a point, once they achieve that, and that thing has gone away, they have the 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 greatness remorse, right? Yeah. Because now I I'm either making my identity tied to that thing, or I'm not able, or I'm not happy, right? So now my greatness is being minimized because I'm associating my greatness to a specific thing. Now, when I say that I don't want to kill the topic, this is why I'm going to bring everybody back to perfect mode. See, the reality of it is, the show's premise is you are perfect. You are perfect. I would also say you could take perfect out, and I would tell you that you are greatness. You are greatness. Regardless of anything that you ever do, greatness is you. And even with me saying that, I'm going to go back to the point that I was making and saying that there is always, the, the reason why people can't see themselves as perfect or they can't see themselves as greatness is because we don't always have the joy, the love, and the happiness that's tied along with it. We don't feel it within ourselves. And so I say that to say that you have to start with you no matter what. It always starts with you. You got to be able to look at yourself and say that I know that we're saying greatness awaits, but we're talking about things that are outside of you. But I want you to understand that the greatness is already here. You are already great. And there are things that you can add on, like a Lego, that you can stack on top of the greatness to make the imagine the imagination that you have come true. But you got to start with you first. Go ahead, Jay. Yeah, I agree. And, and and to what you were saying before, like this this event or this thing brings me joy. It's more. It's the same thing, but it's a slight change. It will bring me joy. So. 
thinking that like there's a delay between you having joy and then that you will have joy once you have this. And I like what you said, like you're you're already that greatness. You're already that joy. And unless you recognize it, it's going to be waiting for you to recognize. So that that's exactly what's meant by greatness awakes. It's, it's waiting on you to recognize that it's here. And once you realize that it's like, oh, greatness is here. It's still here. Oh, it's still here. It's still here. It's still here. You can just continue that process on and on and on with, with everything, with whatever you insert in the here. You can say despair is here and it's going to continue to be here and continue to be here until you, you're willing to, to even let that go in favor of what you want to be here. And so to that point, I'm going to bring it back to coaching, bro. And that's one of the things that I love. And so, so number one, I'm glad that you just said what you said about recognizing that it's already here. And if you don't recognize it, then it's a waiting for you to recognize it. One thing about coaching that I love, bro, is that at the end of the day, no matter if you win or lose, you get to tell a kid that they still a winner. Like you get to always tell them that. And not only that, if you're really coaching your kids, it won't just be lip service. Because the reality of it is, I can look at every kid and see how they went from one spot to the next throughout the season. I can look and see that in the beginning of the season, you couldn't run down the court. Now, this season, you ran up down the court five times or two times or one time, more than you did before. That's why you're a winner, because based off what you wanted to accomplish, you were able to do it, period. The end score don't mean anything. And so this is where I challenge people outside of coaching. I'm saying when I'm observing someone else, how I can recognize it. But how often do you observe yourself? How often are you looking at yourself to see how much greater you have become? So you already were great. And there were things that you were trying to stack like Lego blocks. And you are not, you to your words, you are not recognizing what happened. You're not analyzing this moment. See, I know for a fact how Perfect Mode started. And I realized that it's a blessing that I'm sitting right here today to be able to have this conversation because I could not have been. So I recognize how much greater I've become in this moment. And that's where we got to make sure we give every moment its proper credit. And I love that you said that at the beginning uh, of the show. Like, no moment is different, but every moment is as great as the last. Go ahead, Jay. Yeah, so so I want to uh, comment on the on the looking at yourself. So um, so for me, and, and I will say it, it has been a challenge. It's still been a challenge because uh, I because I understand the importance of being like I can watch my thoughts. I've, I've watched my thoughts. I can watch my my even state of being, but even like looking at myself is it's tough to get that objective view because uh, you're biased. You know, you know who you are in a sense. And something that came to mind in that 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 I'm that I, I definitely accept, and it's an alternative to what you were saying too. If people also struggle with seeing themselves, is what do you see outside of you? And what I mean is because you're you're giving meaning to everything, every experience that you experience, it goes through the filter of your meaning. You design, you you define some aspect that says, oh, this situation means this, this situation means that. Even if I had something different a different meaning, like we're both right, but we only see through the eyes of our meaning. Meaning, So if we look about and all we see is greatness, like for example, you're looking at your kids and you see how great that they are. They're just, just great. It's a reflection of who you are. Now, if you look about yeah. and you see all the things that's wrong with people, like, man, they, they this, they that, this, this messed up, this terrible, like it's, you're seeing yourself as terrible because you, you it's your essence that you're giving off. It's the energy, the filter that you see through. So I say that I say that to say use what you see or use what you experience as a prompt to kind of reset what it is you want to put out there, what, what, it, what it is you actually want to experience so that you can really experience your greatness, not even through you, but just by being. And I, I, I want to also add something to what you said, too. Right. Um, uh, it's not. First of all, 
you're not the only person challenged with this, bro. This is the reason why we're having this conversation. I think that we all are challenged with this. Um, and something key that you said is because you know who you are. And so I'll challenge everybody and say that you 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 know who you were. You don't like you are you're always thinking backwards, right? And so I said that to say that who you were is not who you are right now. You determine that in this moment. And that and you always have the opportunity to change that. And even when I think about the coaching situation from this weekend that I've been talking about this entire show, I know who I was. And then I, and, and again, the way that I was acting is a person that I could have just continued to be. I didn't have to change. You know what I'm trying to be in my life. You know what I'm trying to be. And I, you know who I was, but who I was in who I, who I was in that moment was who I was. And so that's why I challenged, like, I would tell you, like, don't worry about knowing who you are. Right now, what are you? Be and, and let that be the story because you can always build on that. Go ahead, Jay. Yeah, and and, and so I, I love when you said who I was was who I was because, like, like to me, I'm I'm all about leaving the past in the past, leaving the future in the future. Just be like, like, just yeah. be, and don't even. I would even say, don't even try to define who you are. Just, just be like you. By witnessing what you're witnessing, by experiencing what you're experiencing, you see what you are. You know, like like you naturally experience what you are. Like if you're feeling happy, you get to experience like, man, I I, I am happy. If, you, if you're not feeling happy, you get to experience like, I'm happy. Why am I not feeling happy? And so then you can make that change based on the 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 reference point that you prefer. And and and, and again, that's exactly what happened because in that moment. I realized that I didn't want to be who I was. But the 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 key there was I had to look. Like I had in any given moment nobody wants to apologize real time but I, I like it's not like I had time to sit back and reflect and say, you know, in that game yesterday, I was not being the character that I decided that I'm supposed to be. In real time, I stopped and said, I don't want to be that. I want to be this. And I changed. And I had to I had to look at myself. And I, I don't think it's ever like, who, who says that you have all the time in a day to just analyze yourself every moment? Like, I, I, you know, I know it sounds unrealistic. But the reality of it is, what else should you be analyzing? Because if I choose to look at myself and be the best version of myself, I change the entire world. I change the entire world in a moment. And it might not have been your world, and it may have. I don't know. But I just know that the immediate vicinity of me was different. And it wasn't just myself. It was everybody that was connected to me in the way that I'm able to actually feel their energy. Go ahead, Jay. Yeah, I love that. And, it, and it's true. Like, I mean, you did change other's world. You, you changed the whole world by you choosing this. You're saying this is my choice. If you're going to be in, in, the, in the world with me, it's going to be filled with this. This is going to be the, the, the state of the being of, of this, which is, again, like what I always say how much I love. The, one of the reasons why I love this show is because we get to speak out about this. And because of that, since people love correcting people, when I'm not like this, People gonna correct me. They're like, man, you tripping. I thought I thought everything was was light and love. I thought everything like you are right. Everything is light and love. And I'm able to to get back to that. Not only that, you spoke about how um you said like many people don't want to apologize. And I can understand why, because usually in, in the English language, so to speak, a person says, I'm sorry. So you're calling yourself sorry, like like you're a sorry person. And that, that's not the sentiment, but on some level, you realize, I mean, I'm we're not sorry people, like we're we're great people. And um me, me and my wife were talking yesterday about just uh, languages because she's learning French, I'm learning Spanish. And the Spanish, the Spanish words for I'm sorry is like lo siento. But if you kind of just broke that out individually, it means I feel it. And in a sense, you were you were saying, Man, I feel it, I feel that I'm not being genuine to myself. I feel I'm not being genuine to my beingness and who I am and who I say I am. I feel it. And you're just letting people know that you you've you've realized this. 
without mm-hmm. necessarily demeaning yourself by calling yourself sorry. And so I, yeah. I say this to say, like, it, it's there's nothing wrong with apologizing if you are willing to look on the, the meaning where you recognize that a change is needed, but just be mindful. Because I know it's one of those subtle things that people might not think is a big deal, but don't demean yourself in the process. That's right. And, uh, you know, the, the funny thing about now, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I, I, and again, the funny thing about it is one of the things that you always talk about is the meaning that you get to give words like it's just take control, you know, just take control of it all. Um, take control of your awareness of your greatness, take control of, you know, your awareness of where you're headed, but take control of the definitions that you give yourself uh, because at the, at, I get it. You know, and again, and and I and I'm appreciative of us having these kind of conversations because maybe that's one of the reasons why it was easy for me to do it. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a lot of dynamics, and, and and the funny thing, this is this is the cool part. I talked about how I changed my world, and you're telling we're talking about the dynamics of why people don't uh, do these type of things, right? But this is a conversation that you and I've had many times before. And who's to say that that doesn't play a role in yesterday's conversation as well? And it just goes to show what kind of role that you play in other people's life, even when you're not there. So, you know, again, deciding that you're great or realizing, number one, not deciding because you're great whether you decide it or not. (laughs) Recognizing that you are great and being aware of your greatness stops you from waiting on it number one Uh, but number two once you do it you change the world and you make everyone around you better go ahead jay yeah and and, and real quick i was thinking um when when you said like you know you you are great already i thought that came to mind like even though i'm I'm speaking about you know happiness and love and light and stuff there's even greatness in sadness. Like, I mean, it, yeah. like if you really, if you can step outside of it and just look at it, it's like, man, that, that is great. But the thing is, if we feel we're in that sad state, we we're, it's because we're not recognizing the greatness that is. And in a sense of stepping back outside of yourself and observing, oh, which is, you know, what you spoke about it before, like just observing yourself, it brings you back to that state where you can recognize the gifts that it brought you but how it, it no longer serves you anymore. Like it, it just, it was, it was a tool just to get you back to this observant state where you're being how you should be. Yeah, man. So man, this was a, it definitely was a, a dope, dope, dope topic. And uh, I just want to tell everybody that, you know, we appreciate everybody joining us because without y'all, we wouldn't be here. We definitely would be doing something, but we definitely wouldn't be here. And um, just to remind everybody that, you know, your input as, as important as ours. I think that and I know that you are perfect. And so any bit of your greatness that you allow me to be a part of, I always welcome and J. Clay always welcomes as well. And, you know, we just encourage everybody to to, to take a second and, and stop and recognize that you are perfect, that you are great, that you are all things. And all you got to do is be open and and willing to see it within yourself and it shall be and jay you know you can go ahead and take us up out of here bro yeah everything you said man uh just remind y'all about the fast tomorrow 24 hour fast we get to reset and and just you know be just just be great just be great even without food um if you found this helpful be sure to to share with someone else that they might find it helpful as well be sure to like subscribe especially if you're watching this on youtube and all the places you're watching it and yeah, just remember, you're a perfect creation made by a perfect creator. So you might as well accept your perfection and enter perfect mode. Yeah. If I reminded you that you are perfect, would you argue me down or step into your perfection? Welcome to perfect mode, where there are no excuses, no expectations, and we explore the world without limitations. I'm Jay Clay, rapper, the spiritual teacher, with my co-host Troy Washington, your friendly neighborhood realtor. Let's be real. So let's be perfect. Perfect! Everything.